previously on my best friend's journal. The new job has been great. Um, <laughs> okay, And awesome. I'm sure new gay moments will arise from it, so that's exciting. There is a, a fashion designer who works nearby. He's a neighbor to my office, and he gets his mail at our office. Usually gay men will, um, will identify as top, bottom, or verse. And so there's a whole, what are you, Cam? whole spectrum there. We don't have to get into that. We have met Blanche, our, our southern belle, who is, um, who is a challenge. Blanche is infuriating. Buster slept over, but not in my room. We oh. talked about our feelings for one another. Oh. Wish he was single. It kills me. Oh, oh my God. God. Day off. Can't remember much about what happened, but couldn't be much because we're in awful mm. Wisconsin. Mm. Is that what I wrote? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello. Oh, how are you? I'm delightful, actually. It's kind of nice to be back at our usual setup. We've back in your Harry Potter recording closet in Philadelphia. Under my staircase. Um, mm-hmm. Under someone's staircase. I am in an apartment building. Surely there's a staircase <laughs> above me somewhere. Actually, that's not the way this design works. Anyway, yes, I'm in my nook. Um, and you're back in your office with that beautiful sunlight. I am. It's. I mean, it's a very rainy, cloudy day outside, but thank you. It's, oh, it's soft it? light. It's diffused through a cloud. It oh, makes me goodness. look younger. It does. Well, um, it makes it makes you look. <laughs> um it is actually gorgina phalange here yesterday was we're recording the day after ida hit the northeast and uh it was torrential and i feel like we're being um karmically paid back with a stunning day today but i'm sorry that you're in a rainy a rainy place no don't be sorry at all it's lovely it's just kind of like drizzly and gray and cool the aspens started turning by the way it is september 2nd they are confused as fuck there's like three aspens in our driveway that just are bright yellow all of a sudden i was like oh you're gonna regret this next week when it's 80 degrees again <laughs> no Stupid you're gonna regret trees. this they don't give a shit um <laughs> i didn't realize aspens lost their needles they don't have needles aspens have little they're called quivering aspens they have little um they have brown leaves <laughs> please okay you are <laughs> cam is holding up the tiniest little circle while he says quivering and i just like it's very hard not to conjure an anus well he knew what he was doing <laughs> i actually didn't even think about it because i'm very used to quivering aspens but yeah they they have round leaves and they're called quivering because they look like a like when the wind hits them that looks like the whole tree is just kind of shimmering and shaking um uh, but they they turn bright yellow in the fall it's really really gorgeous and they stick around that way once everything turns yellow it's about for two weeks and then as soon as we get a good windstorm they all blow off and then they just look like sticks so, <laughs> oh, so sad so skinny i know so skinny let's wait until winter to be that skinny it's like not even fall yet over eager aspens they're confused because the weather's confusing because climate change it's real apparently mm. <laughs> i guess mm, i keep hearing it <laughs> um, um how are things in philly now that you're back to real life are you happy are you healthy are you well oh i'm never happy rarely healthy but i'm well um 
I no, things are good. I went back to work. I was nervous about my flight home from our camping trip because I got home. Uh, the flight was scheduled to land at midnight, um, and that is tough the day before going to work at 8 a.m. And uh, mm. it all went well, and I I slept like a solid five hours, which is plenty for a travel day before. Had my coffee, and it's been a good week. I, I can't complain. It all went according to plan, so I'm happy about that. Truly love to hear it. Not everything went according to plan, actually. Um, something. Mm. <laughs> so I misplaced an item at work uh, two days ago, and there is just no way it's not my gayest moment of the week. Gay, 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 gay. Um, can I guess? Because I'm like, what could you have misplaced? Sure. What do you think I misplaced? This... Um, was it a bottle of prep? No. Was it anything that's been inside your butt? Um, no, but we're getting closer. Here's the thing. The gay part is okay. not the item that was misplaced. I misplaced my AirPods, the case. I had the, um, oh, okay. so I had the AirPods in my ears and my two coworkers that I'm near most of the day have the same type of AirPods. And so it's happened before that we've grabbed the wrong case. Someone has it two in their pocket mm-hmm. or whatever. So I asked them, I was like, did anyone accidentally grab an extra set of AirPods? Um, and everyone checked and they didn't. And I didn't really believe them because I'm an asshole. I'm like, you have them somewhere. I didn't say that out loud. It was just in my head. Um, thank God, because I was wrong. Um, all right. So anyway, I can't find them. I retrace all my steps. Literally three hours go by. I had to continue working and I just was like, well, fuck these AirPods are useless without the case. So I'm gonna have to figure this out. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll turn up somewhere. So put a pin in that. Also calling back to a gayest moment from like three weeks ago. Remember when I was talking about code switching for a gay person who worked in our building? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that guy actually runs like a custom suit and shirt design store out of our building and he was trying to train a new employee and he was like would you guys mind coming down we'll measure you we'll design a custom shirt for you um so we can get this guy trained we're like fantastic free custom shirt was very excited about it so that's so nice it was the only thing we had to do was we'd get a free shirt but also they wanted us to uh, be measured for a full suit as well just so the guy could get the training um so he's going through how everything fits was it a joey tribbiani moment um you go up the left leg you move it over you go up the right leg <laughs> i was just talking about this with my girlfriend said he was gonna do my inseam then he ran his hand up my leg and then there was definite cupping that's how they do pants yes it is in prison <laughs> um no it wasn't a joy tribbiani moment although i you know you do get touched when you are being measured not like inappropriate not cupped no uh-huh. one he didn't stick his finger yeah. in my ass um but it was <laughs> It, like I love to just kind of get tickled like that, you know what I mean? So I was really enjoying uh-huh. just just the light grazes. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to be known that I like getting touched. Um, we are finishing the measuring, and we get down to the suit pants, and he was like, he's like, how does the waist feel? How does the hips feel? How's the leg opening? And also, how's the crotch? Like, do you want the do you want the rise like higher? Or? And I was like, honestly, it feels. It feels like a little tight, but it was my size pants, which was never a problem. Um, so he was like, okay, yeah, we can lower that a little bit. He's like, oh, honey, I... too much junk in the front. <laughs> well, precisely. Too much <laughs> junk in the front. I go back to work. I sit down. Things have been rearranged in just such a way that I found my AirPod case. You want to know where it was? Tucked underneath my ball sack for three hours. How did I lose it, you Mike. ask? 
I took a shit at work. I had my AirPods in. I dropped them in my underwear, pulled my underwear back on. The AirPods got tucked under my ball sack and I did not notice for three hours. <laughs> Michael. Okay. I need, I have so many questions. First of all, do you normally just drop your AirPods case in your, in like the hammock of your, uh, of your underwear while you sit on the toilet? No, it just it accidentally happened. Um, and I did, didn't, I like, I put the AirPods on in the toilet. So that just, they ended up there. And then you pulled up your pants. Uh-huh. Your AirPod case was just nestled in your taint. Like, just perfectly so that it did not feel it. It just, like, I, you know... Like, I can't imagine how how that would work. If this didn't happen to me, I would not believe it could happen without, without it being noticed. I feel like now I sort of understand what those people mean when they say they were pregnant for eight months and didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the same thing. No, but it's like, how can you not know? How can you not tell for eight months? How did I not know that there was a clunky piece of technology wedged up in my genitals wow are your balls numb no usually can you feel your taint yes i can feel my you can feel my taint if you want um (laughs) i would prefer not to (laughs) anyway i thought i was just like beside myself and so i have asked all my coworkers if they've seen my airpods they know i've been looking for hours so then i had to go lie i went to the mail room and pretended that i found them in the mail slot where i had like gone to get mail earlier Oh, that's hilarious. What am I going to say? I found him in my tank, guys. Don't worry. I'm truly baffled by this, but also delighted. I'm baffled and delighted. Isn't it bonkers? I just couldn't believe it happened. But I was like, hey, my gayest moment of the week has been handed to me. Yeah. um, I don't know what makes that gay. I guess just it's just like genital involved. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And it's also really hard for me to imagine a straight guy just like finding his AirPods under his balls. I don't know why, um, but that's hard for me wow 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 okay i'm stunned it's the first time on this podcast i've ever been stunned and we've talked about your hole in a mirror um <laughs> and listen. we continue to talk about my hole and in a mirror continue to, yeah all right well i mean my gayest moment of the week pales in comparison to yours it was very short very easy it was literally just reuniting with my husband after being away for eight days it was just well, it was really nice to be near him again uh-huh near wink wink i'm sorry to hear that it was short and easy though those are not the adjectives you want <laughs> Hey, no, easy is nice. It's nice to have easy sex with. Nope, that's not what I said. <laughs> okay, he's your husband. We can assume. I can bleep out the word sex if you want. Um, no, I just have. I, I'm under strict guidelines to. Uh, there's been a strict rule since we started this podcast that um, our sex life is like off limits for mm. for this podcast. I'm sure that people assume that we do have it. Um, it was well, nice to be near him again. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, great. I'm glad you were near each other. Reconnecting. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, who bottomed? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, hey, I have another story that has nothing to do with my gayest moment of the week, but it's kind of a funny little anecdote. I- I'm happy to hear it. Okay. We, you know we love an anecdote around here. Um, so this is a Margot-related anecdote, our sweet little five-month-old puppy. Not so sweet. She escaped yesterday and made me run, like, all the way down our very steep and windy driveway to catch her. And she thought we were playing, and she's on my shit list. Speaking of shit list, the day before that... Um, <laughs> Sweet Margot loves to carry a stick while we go on walks. As soon as we get into the woods, all she does is find the best stick and she will carry it the whole time. I don't know why. It's a strange instinct. No, She's done dogs it since do she was it. tiny. I've seen this. There's, mm-hmm. there's many a video of dogs on the internet carrying sticks. Right. It's a thing. Yeah, many, many dogs like to do that. I've never had a dog like that before, but it, it is pretty charming that she just likes to, you know, trot around with a stick in her mouth. Sometimes she gets ones that are way too big for her and you have to, like, 
take it out of her mouth and replace it with something more her size or she'll get it from the end and be dragging it around and so like i'll gently take it out of her mouth and give her the middle of the stick so she can actually carry it it's it's cute it's a it's a whole group effort anyway yesterday we get inside from a walk and i realize she has something in her mouth her mouth's just a little open usually that means she just picked up a little stick or a rock she's not always that choosy so I look down at her and I'm like, ah, oh, you have something in your mouth. You've carried something into the house. So I just reached down and pry the stick or the rock out of her mouth. Nope. She was gently carrying a big dry turd oh, <laughs> around the yard. Yeah, I hate I to see it. <laughs> you hate so, to smell it, honestly. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't smell anything because it was dry, but it was definitely like a big Eleanor turd from, I don't know, you know, however long ago. It was petrified in the yard. She was just <laughs> carrying it around proud as punch. Poop tripicus totalis. <laughs> There it was. I knew you'd get there quickly. Thank you. Um, She was just, she wasn't chewing on it or anything, just gently carrying it between her teeth. And I was so grossed out. I was like, God damn it. These, you know, sometimes you're just reminded that you live with animals. Mm -hmm. You're like, we have invited these wild creatures into our home and made them pets. And sometimes they do really gross shit, like Uh, poop on the hot tub cover or carry a turd in their mouth. That's happened too. the hot tub cover. Yeah. Margot also pooped on the hot tub cover once. Oh, she's a puppy. It's okay. Um, Unfortunately... Yes, wild animals do all kinds of crazy things. Sometimes so do children. I am children. Margo and I <laughs> share that story. Um, uh, excuse me, you put a turd in your mouth? Not my mouth. Um, I also had an affinity for sticks when I was younger. I used to like them to be like, I liked them as walking sticks. I liked them as wands, as like daggers. Sticks mm-hmm. were great. They were really fun. Uh-huh. I'd always find good uh, yeah. sticks in like the field behind our house. Anywho, one day I found just the perfect little stick and I brought it inside and I showed my dad this wonderful stick and my dad grabbed the stick and similar to you realized it was a giant turd and got very upset and threw it outside (laughs) i told him this represents our relationship (laughs) no i didn't i got you a gift it's all you deserve (laughs) oh shit that is funny um were you old enough to be like embarrassed were you just upset that you lost your good stick i don't i think i was like five i don't think i was embarrassed i think i was like whoops poop (laughs) (laughs) whoops poop shit happens sure does oh that's really really funny okay um listen it's been a minute do you have any content recs for the people this week honestly because we've been away and before that i was visiting my family i have consumed almost nothing except for a few dick i fucking wish um who's dick my friend who's dick would i be chewing on is that how you do it um Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) you always give me a reason for concern I have been listening to the first few singles from Yeba's soon-to-be-released album. It comes out September 10th. It's called Dawn. She's got three of the singles, oh. four of the singles out. They are all so fucking good. Yeba can do no wrong. Wait, um, she's only done EPs before, right? Like, never a studio album? Not even an EP. This lady just drops singles oh, at a shit. time. And she has, she's been oh, okay. on a million other people's albums. She's been on Sam Smith's. She's been on Mark Ronson's, um, PJ Morton. She's all over the place, but never her own album. So I am so thrilled. But it's not just her. September is rich with content that I am so looking forward to. So instead of giving you a content wreck, I'm going to give you a very short list of the things I'm looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. Are you okay with that? Oh, I'm, yes. Content preview even. So music wise, of course, number one, Yeba's album, September 10th, called Dawn. Also, Casey Musgraves, Starcrossed, September 10th, same day, big day for the divas. Um, you love some Casey Musgraves. I do. Not as much as Yeba, but like I'm here for that album. I'm very excited. Third Diva, Lil Nas X, Montero's coming out September 17th, the full album. It's going to be oh, nice. so fucking fire. I cannot wait. So those are the albums that I'm very excited for. And then in TV world, 
Impeachment American Crime Story featuring Monica Lewinsky's side of the story uh, comes out oh, right. tonight as we're recording this. And Drag Race finale is tonight, by the way. Side note. Ah, uh, have to watch it tomorrow. So much. No spoilies, no spoilies. Alana Glazer has a new comedy special coming out. Alana Glazer presents Comedy on Earth on the 7th. So I'm excited to give her another chance for this comedy special because uh-huh. I didn't, didn't love the last one. But it's I always love her. And then Sex Ed Season 3. So exciting. When's that coming out? Uh, September 17th on Netflix. And lastly, okay. everybody's talking about Jamie. September 17th on Amazon Prime, the musical. Oh, fun. I'm, I saw that on the West End. Uh, it was really fun. It looks so good. I've wanted to see it forever. I really like the guy who's... He's done it on the West End, and I think he toured it maybe. Um, Leighton Williams, I want to say. He was the one that did Jamie when we were there. And Michelle Visage. Yeah. Um, he's not in the movie, but I'm I'm excited for it nonetheless. Anywho, none of this have I consumed yet, but I'm excited to consume it and come back and tell you how much I loved or hated it. Love to hear it. Do you have anything... I do, but uh, really quick, I want to add to your music recs, uh, upcoming music, the Chromatica remix album, uh, Chromatica reimagined, or I can't remember what it's called, but that Lady Gaga is releasing Chromatica again, but an entire album of remixes. I know she didn't get a chance to tour it, but it still feels like kind of early for a remix of Chromatica. So here's the deal. First of all, um, I think it's a way to bring light, more light to Chromatica as she launches the Chromatica ball, which is starting very shortly. She just released all the dates. Okay. So um, the tour is happening. And also she had this beautiful statement about how um when she released chromatica it was about like i don't this is a a very loose paraphrase but something along the lines of you know this was all about like the best of the best bringing in like all the best producers doing the very very best work with a bunch of no names and the remix album is all about bringing light to lesser known producers and djs people that like she thinks like deserve a moment in the sun um and like you know get some more mileage out of an album that is still pretty fresh so i think it's a, a a kind of an genius move uh to to keep this album fresh because normally you're touring something that's brand new that people you know haven't had a year to listen to a ton so um i think it is a really nice way to kind of reignite this album and sell tickets to a tour i do like that that's i love gaga she you know what she does it right she's great she does it right i saw you post today on your instagram a book that you gave five stars. Does that also happen to be in your content recs this week? So yeah, it does, but not just that book, pretty much every book that this author has, um, has written. So the book that I just finished today is called the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and Taylor Jenkins Reid also wrote Daisy Jones and the six. And she also wrote Malibu rising, which just came out this summer. Um, I've listened to all three of them in the last three weeks. They are addict all so good. They're the only books this author has written. Um, I think they're all incredible. I love how she writes. I love the world in which they are written. Uh, Very interesting thing. They're all written in the same world, but they are not associated. They're not like prequels, sequels, anything like that. She kind of writes about fictional famous people in like the 60s, 70s, 80s in Los Angeles specifically. And so sometimes the protagonist will cross paths with a character from another book. Um, without, I love it's that. Like a, it's, yeah, it's like a it's like a crossover, not an actual, not you know, not not a, not a series or anything. Yeah, um, and they're written very different from different perspectives about people that have led vastly different lives. It's just so cool. It's like it's I don't know. It takes so much foresight and like finesse to be able to do that well without it feeling forced and it doesn't feel forced at all if i had read these books years apart i may not have even realized it because of the names you know like they're uh-huh. not playing off each other it's too like hard. her own little secret um, or like for her and a friend that maybe you yeah. notice if you do what you did yeah and, and like the the this book and 
um, the one that came out this year. So the, the seven husbands and then Malibu rising, there's a pretty heavy crossover, but, um, still not in a way that, uh, that, that is like bashing over the head with it. They're just so good. And they're three very, very different novels. I loved all of them. Um, I listened to them wildly out of order and they're, you know, they not in the order in which they were written at all. Um, but it's just great. I very much recommend them. I think they are, I listened to all three audiobooks. They're great listens as well. Um, so yeah, I, I can't recommend them highly enough. They're some of my favorite listens of the summer. And I listen to like, I listen to at least one audiobook a week, except for a little life, which took me a solid month. I refuse to acknowledge that book. Um, you you said Daisy Jones and the Six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that book for my mom for Christmas maybe a couple years ago, and I'm pretty confident she hasn't read it. But if you like it, maybe I should steal it back from my mom and read it myself. What do you think? I think that you should. That book in particular is written in a really fun way because it's uh, it's written as like a, a transcript of an interview. So there's all these different characters and you're getting their perspectives. She does a really fun thing where people remember things differently. And so as you're listening to it, someone will tell a story one way. And then the very next chapter or the very next like section, someone, a different character will describe that very differently because that's how they perceived it to happen. Um it is not based on Fleetwood Mac, but I was like, there's some serious Fleetwood Mac vibes in the, like the dynamic of this band. And so I, I Googled it and um, the author did a an interview at one point and she said that it was really influenced by like a lifelong obsession with Stevie Nicks. I was like, Aha, oh, my God, this makes a lot of sense. OK, then I need to before I steal it, encourage my mom to listen to it because she is like. One of the coolest things about my mom is she's like a music aficionado. She grew up in the 70s. She's got every album you could imagine. It's the most stunning album collection. So I feel like she would love that kind of vibe, which is probably why I bought it for her in the first place. Um, Yes, this that book in particular, Daisy Jones and the Six, is written about the music scene in the 60s and 70s, like the, the rock scene, like the coming to fame of like a major rock band, very similar to a Fleetwood Mac. I think that she would really like it if she has any like interest in, in that world. Huh. All right, well, we'll see what we can do. It smells like a dog fart in this office. Well, that's our cue. No, really quick. Um, I have two anti-recommendations. Oh, we have a new segment, I guess. You didn't even ask me if I had any anti-recommendations. No, All right, I did go a weird ahead. thing this week. Peter's been out of town in LA, so I've had a lot of evenings alone. Um, and so I've been trying out some new TV shows because I'm kind of caught up on everything that I like. Oh, the other two, season two is out on HBO Max. Have you started it yet? No, add it to the list and tell me your damn anti-recommendations. Okay, sorry. No, that is so good and it's so funny. Get on it. Anyway, anti-recommendations. I almost never don't see a show through like i almost always will like if i'm interested enough to start it i will finish it um i started two shows this week and i'm not going to watch a single other episode of either of them Mm, one of which is mythic quest on apple tv it's got two seasons out it's got a really good cast it's funny very similar to like silicon valley on hbo except it's set in the office of a like a very successful video game like the world's best video game and it's all it's like it's kind of like irreverent it's all these kind of hard to deal with characters written well fast-paced I think you need to like video games at least a little bit to get through it. And I just don't fucking care. So I watched two episodes. I was like, I get why people like this. It's not for me. Second one, physical, also Apple TV with Rose Byrne, who I love. I kept getting served ads for it. I was like, okay, great. She's like San Diego housewife in the eighties. She's going to get into uh, aerobics. It's going to be great. I hate it. I hate that show. (laughs) It is all about a miserable person with an eating disorder who like has really bad body dysmorphia. It's it's like a dramedy. You're watching a lot of like really uncomfortable stuff with like binging and purging, but then also like it's supposed to be like irreverent. You're she's there's a lot of voiceover when like of her in her own head, mm-hmm. and it's just miserable. And then 
she doesn't seem terribly likable. Like she's miserable. And then you're getting all these flash forwards to when she's successful and she seems like a real fucking pill. So it's like, what is likable about this? Nothing. Hmm. Two episodes in, couldn't stand it. I'm on to the next. I'm definitely not going to watch that, but I want to let you know a little bit out of order. We got some listener mail uh, a couple weeks ago from Terry on Instagram. And he told me, responding to a comment you made about not being able to share your Apple TV account with me and how I'd never get to watch what fucking show Ted Lasso. He was like, just so you know, Cam can share it. And he gave us explicit instructions on how to do it. Um, he also, oh, great. He really, do you want it? Yes. And he wanted me to watch Schmigadoon. Mm-hmm. You want me to watch Schmigadoon. I refuse to pay for anything else. So please send me your code. Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. Okay. Let's <laughs> Schmigadoon episode. Should we get into the... <laughs> episode title bye (laughs) it is february 21st 2017 remind us it's been two weeks since we last saw the journal where were we where were we for the people it's been two weeks for us it's been a while i've got no fucking idea where we are to tell you the truth um i think recently buster and i showered together i'm in the middle of this tour it's going about as wonderfully as as i've painted it to go and uh that's that we're in fucking wisconsin in the middle of february that is it's the saddest month in the saddest place it's amazing that you survived this yeah bleak on bleak on bleak bleak on fleek bleak on anyway bleak on fleek is is kind of an oxymoron huh Uh, mm -hmm. true is true is true is sure is what i was trying to say Uh, you know what they always say true is (laughs) february 21st 2017 Lake Geneva, walked around Gorgeous Lake and went to the Lake Bar and Grill. Oh my Smoked God. and watched The Lobster and Hey Arnold. What the fuck is The Lobster? Well, what a wonderful day. It's been all terrible. I went to mm-hmm. a lake. I smoked. You I... found a place in Wisconsin that you called beautiful. Or sorry, gorgeous. I like a couple places in Wisconsin. Two places in Wisconsin. Yes. Madison, Milwaukee, and Lake Geneva. That's three. The Lobster is this bonkers movie with Colin Farrell and what's her name? The Mummy. Rachel wise mcadams rachel wise i think it is yeah i think so the premise is that if you do not find a partner by a certain age you become an animal you like get turned into whatever (laughs) until you find your partner i guess as an animal i might be getting that wrong but it's something it's a bonkers absurdist movie um and i don't remember why but i think like becoming a lobster is like the very worst option or something um and we watch colin farrell attempt to find love they go to like these camps when it's when it's getting close to their time to like find love or else it's another that's another um lisa kudrow buffet reference and lobster because she's your lobster it's a known fact that lobsters fall in love and mate for life little hands so cute okay Ending February 21st, you said, love days off, all in caps. That will be true till the end of time. It sure will. Um, February 22nd, rehearsal for three new songs at 10 a.m., then Madison. Eight Vegan Cafe. What Green new Owl. fucking songs? Can we, like, why, did, don't we have a show up and running? What are we doing? I, don't get mad at me. You wrote I'm it. I'm pissed. <laughs> well, you're hang, you ate at a vegan cafe called The Green Owl with Chris and Buster. Hopped around coffee shops and bought a book while waiting for <gasps> Blanche. Oh. She took four hours. Yeah, of course four she did. Four hours to do what? I don't know. Probably <laughs> pick out what she wanted to order from that, that restaurant that we <laughs> ate at four hours ago. Um, I still have the book. It is. I bought The Evenings based on a recommendation of the bookkeeper. It was like this adorable little local bookshop. And she just, I was walking around the store. I was the only one in there. She's like, I know a book you would like. And uh, oh, she hands me. That. She hands me the evenings. It's like uh, 
guy who is just like bored for 12 days over Christmas. It's just like walking through his evening routine for 12 days. It's like monotonous in a very entertaining way. And I don't know. It's just like kind of special. I kind of want to read it again over over the same 12 days it takes place. Very interesting. Oh, fun. I want that. Okay. Um. All right. February 23rd. Beaver Dam School. Pulled van inside. What? Beaver Dam School. Van the school. Do you think it's related to Beaver Dick? Was that the name of the boat that we rode on in uh, Grand Tetons? <laughs> there was... There, the name of the boat was Beaver Dick, named after someone uh, like a, a settler in the area whose nickname was Beaver Dick. Um, Man. <laughs> we saw a lot of signs with Beaver Dick on there. <laughs> Beaver Dick settled also, the Tetons. Th- there was a family behind us, Teton, which is French for nipple. Um, there was a there was a family behind us. This like southern, slight southern accent. The guy was like Beaver Dick. The wife was like, Yeah, it was like it was a guy's nickname. He was like, Guy's nickname was Beaver Dick. <laughs> His friends really liked him, huh? <laughs> I was giggling so hard as we waited for that boat. <laughs> and from here on out, I would like you to call me Beaver Dick. Thank you so much. Beaver Dick. All right. Well, no. This is Beaver Dam. Um, pulled van inside. Do you know what that means? Pulled the van inside the school? It probably had like a loading dock and we probably drove inside. Okay. I'm glad to write that thrilling announcement. Great. Well, you went out for sushi. Thank God. So sick of Subway, etc. Oh, we love Fine sushi show. in the middle of the country near nowhere. <laughs> Hey, okay. you just you just raved about the sushi you had in my little mountain town last week. In all fairness, the sushi I'm having is all veggie based, so it really doesn't matter for me. Uh-huh. Fair, fair, fair. Um, you said you had a fine show, then home, got Qdoba and smoked, and set off a fire alarm. This is why we don't smoke inside, Michael. Whoops, we were never smoking inside. We would have gotten in a lot of trouble. We were doing it on the balcony, but I guess it blew back in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. As a rule, I never, unless it's like someone else's home and they light up in their own home, I never smoke inside. This I know about you. You're very respectful. Um, 24th of February, uh, Randall School ate cafeteria food and had three clinics slash previews, sang all day, but great show in the gym with a big audience. Out in East, what does this say? East. Talaflaflaflimka. East something. Then okay. pizza and smoked at somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Eating and smoking every night. You got to get through somehow, huh? Yeah. What else am I going to do? I'm not mad about that. I made I the right know. choice. I was writing in our... Nope. <laughs> I was writing in my journal today, catching up on our camping trip days when I didn't have my journal with me, because I, unlike you, didn't pack it. Um, And I was like four nights in a row. It was like edibles by the campfire. Great night. It was just so fun. <laughs> edibles and beer by the campfire. We had a really good old time. It was delightful. And by the way... I didn't bring my journal on the camping trip. I brought it so that I could catch up from the week before on the flight to you. But then Uh, it was too much in our very packed car to bring it on the camping trip. And now I regret that because on my lunch today, I caught up halfway and it took me an hour and I, um, I did the easy part. So now I've got a lot of hard work to do to figure out what the fuck we did over that time. Oh, shit. You write so much more in your journal these days, though, don't you? I try to be as detailed as possible. Mm, That's good. Mm, That's good. Oh. I'm hearing the slight pitter-patter of rain outside on on my skylight. Sorry, I can't turn that off. Sorry, listeners. Um, on February 25th, I had a horrible show at the Jewish Temple. Is it because you're anti-Semitic? That is exactly why. Um, it feels so strange to do a show in any religious venue because the songs we're singing are all like top 40 and all of them talk about 
what we'll do to you in bed and taking off clothes. Uh-huh. The same reason it's pretty awkward to do it for like middle schoolers. Um, we never <laughs> we never altered. We did alter Uptown Funk. I said, um, what what's the lyric? Wait a minute. Fill my cup, put some nigga in it. We changed that uh-huh. lyric to pour some milk in it. Hysterical because we still talk about like getting your girl naked in bed. Wait, put some milk in it? You said that for the middle school dance uh, or for, for all, every for show? middle school shows for for all the shows with middle schoolers watching. Wow. Couldn't say liquor, but you're definitely talking about like Lickin'er. slow boning some hoe. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, all slow right. Well, February... <laughs> so back to February 25th, uh, where you're having a bad time at the synagogue, um, Jewish temple, tiny space. And I felt so embarrassed, quickly forgot because Blanche lost her phone and had a full meltdown. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. So I want to remind you that, um, what two months prior to this my world changed when my daddy went to prison and i found all this none of these people know this except for buster i mean it was just like one you know big moment in my life um and then you know the rest of the world is happening life Uh is happening all the terrors that we know and love love lol Mm -hmm. blanche misplaced her phone and spent two hours we left there an hour late she found out an hour before we were to leave hysterically hysterically crying red-faced puddles of tears screaming i kid you not why me why me i knew i knew something like this would happen why me i was like i i had zero sympathy i'm like it's how did no one slap this person do you think if that if you saw that happening today with someone you're on tour with you would like be as level as you were then yeah i would i would do what i did which is like not i i looked best of my ability to find it but i like i wasn't engaging with her i could not i could not engage with that um it was so absurd it was it was a tantrum and i get it like losing your phone sucks especially if we're at a venue and we're gonna drive away and like then it's gonna then you're not gonna see it again like i get it that's tough but why me and i'm not i i know i'm i am prone to exaggeration hyperbole that was not it. Uh, that is exactly what she sounded like. She was th- thrown a tantrum. There's no other way to say it. It was so. It was embarrassing to watch. I was so like. I was mortified that someone I was associated with was behaving this way. I I, I can't even comprehend having a outsized reaction like that like if i would have done that as a child my mom would have slapped me across the face and i'm not being facetious she would have been like pull yourself together yeah i don't think anyone i I think all of us like looked and then we're like okay can't find it and just like walked away it was in her purse by the way it was the bottom of her bag Uh, i hate her so much i actually hate her that was the real turning point i mean i was already so frustrated obviously early on i'm writing stuff but like that moment then painted my memory of her so like going back those first moments when she comes up in the journal i'm already so frustrated because you know i lived the whole thing and i remember it all i don't just remember the singular notion of her at the beginning um so putting all these together really forms a tough picture yeah yeah she seems like a absolutely miserable princess who's someone that i would like to push out of a moving vehicle well that's where i'm at at this moment we had the opportunity uh we drove (laughs) drove a big van with sliding doors Uh uh-huh uh, anyway, back to her full meltdown. Um, you said you got Pizza Hut and stayed in a, this is the first time, all caps, disgusting hotel in a bad part of Indiana. Um, Great. I, this, it was a prison bathroom. There was no door in the bathroom at all. Not even like a sliding door, not even like a walk around, just like an open, like the toilet was in the room. Um, it felt like, like a prison cell. Um, the, it smelled so foul. Everything was like crusty. 
I wore my Why full... Why did you guys stay there? Why did no one it was demand cheap. that you leave? We, we, there was there was no option. We're in the middle of Indiana. There is nothing. It's our, It's like... It's later. You're not in the middle of Indiana. Oh, you were in like far northern, gross, probably near Gary, Indiana, because oh. you were between Wisconsin and Michigan. Oh, I'm, but still, I'm happy that you yeah, know the correct. geography around there. It's convenient uh-huh. this moment. Um, uh-huh. I yeah, I'm not exactly sure where I was. Obviously, I don't know where I am right now. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I know it was. Whatever the case was, we were stuck there. I wore my full outfit to bed. I didn't want it. Like I wore dirty clothes to sleep because like I'm not putting. I'm not changing Touching in here i don't want my this, skin yeah. available I, I think i put on like a jacket too i didn't go under the blankets it was so so disgusting i would rather sleep on the ground outside in a national park than in this disgusting hotel um okay. and i'm not well, terribly like i've i've stated my share of howard johnson's and super eights i really don't like when you just gotta sleep you gotta sleep you know what i mean it's not that big a deal uh-huh. but like this was foul enough that i had to write it down yeah this tour is fucking foul man um the 26th of february show in coopersville michigan beautiful space i've got terrible pitch well that's not true that's too bad embarrassed about myself and embarrassed about the show kids liked it decent hotel tonight thank god on february 27th taco bell lunch you love a taco bell lunch i do love taco bell recently we have um then you had a shower and hand job with buster oh great Love to see it. Uh, you said you had a decent show because I decided to opt down and take it easy. Oh, great! I <laughs> didn't have to. I think at one point I was notes. like, "Why the fuck am I giving myself nodes over this like dirty ass tour where you, I don't need to uh-huh. paint it for it. you? Know exactly what this tour is yeah. like. Why am I working this hard? <laughs> Chill. Congratulations for making that realization. I think that's healthy. That's self care. Um, after your decent show, you went to, and this is the saddest thing I've read in this entire journal, Applebee's Happy Hour. <sighs> yeah, man. <laughs> Having worked at an Applebee's in high school, that's bleak. Oh, man, though, I'd slap a baby for an app sampler. Oh, God, an Applebee's <laughs> app sampler. Just everything's fried. It tastes the same. It's disgusting, but it's so good. I don't I don't care for an Applebee's sampler, but I'll still slap a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just for shits and gigs. Okay, you know, it's been running through uh, my head all day. Um, the song what? 30 from Bo Burnham's Inside. Uh, he says, Stupid friends are having stupid children. Stupid fucking ugly boring children. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's really, really funny. It's so, I, love, also, I love the idea of boring children. It's brilliant. Uh-huh. <laughs> February 28th, Buster's boyfriend arrives. Sucks. Hate being pushed outside, like just like oh oh yeah, don't use just any like names. <laughs> this, just like the Schmushbarden situation with uh, what yeah. did we call old baby carrot? Nothing, baby carrot is good. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we've known Buster has a boyfriend. Mm. Now Buster's boyfriend is visiting. Buster's boyfriend has written some of the arrangements for this tour, and he knows like he's part of the like larger group. Um, so the oh owner my, knows him. You're really playing with fire here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he was like, welcome to be in the tour van with us. He like toured with us. He didn't do it. He wasn't like part of it. He wasn't employed, but he was just with us. He came um, to hang out with his boyfriend. And this tour van. Yeah, it's like small. And uh, so I am mm-hmm. obviously ousted for the boyfriend, rightfully so. But it doesn't feel good. And this happened, as I wrote in the journal, Mishmash um, Martin's time. I was like seeing Baby Carrot, sort of, who unbeknownst to me was still dating his boyfriend from college his boyfriend from college came and visited us while baby Mm -hmm. carrot and i were sharing a bed while baby carrot Uh and i are sharing a bed 
and the boyfriend visits, I get relegated to the couch so baby Kara and his boyfriend can have sex in our bed. And that's pretty much what's happening again. It does not feel good. It's really my fault. I know what I'm doing. This is what you get for dating someone you know is dating someone. Although in baby Kara's situation, I didn't know he was dating someone. So that's different. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, yikes. That's That's a bad feeling no matter what. To feel like a real second class citizen there. Um, oh, and to add insult to injury, you had to share a room with Blanche and that sucked. That's what you wrote. And then, and then, sorry, this is a bad day. Uh, you said, then you had a bad show because you're worried about being judged by the boyfriend who wrote the arrangements. (laughs) (laughs) Who who also sang my part, um, I think the year before. Oh, good. And he's very talented. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. And he's really nice. Um, He's really, really nice. I should say that. This guy is not at all an asshole. I don't have a bad word to say about him. My problems were my own. He's a great guy. Super talented. Really fun. It just, I was just in a shitty situation. 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 Okay. Um, well, it's still summer hours and that's the end of February. So should we in there? There's no 29th? No, it's 27, uh, 2017. Thank God. I was like, dear Lord, tell me there's not a fucking extra day <laughs> when I'm on this tour. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I think that just about does it for this week. And before we get to listener mail, I have a brief bit of a non-FF. Oh, it's been weeks since we did that little bit. A reminder, this is when our friends and family um, write in with some kind of message. So this is, I guess it's not so anon because we're going to call her by name. Her name's Sarah. Um, she is one of my friends from LA. We used to work out together. She is the sweetest of sweethearts. She's in Vegas working as a showgirl in a couple shows there. Um, and she wrote in to say that she's still listening every single week. Very loyal, this one. She listens every Thursday as she gets ready for her shows. And she said that she finally watched Uncle Frank based on her suggestion. And she ugly snot cried all over her couch. Oh, Uncle Frank was <laughs> Which, so good. I forgot about it that. It was so good. I know I forgot about it too what a great movie that was um and so she said that she is (laughs) she's getting a bit of free time now that she's in these shows and so she's trying to work her way through all of our recommendations oh (laughs) i was like oh honey that list is too long it's too long there's no way actually my friends gabrielle and natasha both said the same thing they're like we would love if you could assemble a list of everything that's ever been recommended on that show and i was like too bad we lost our intern (laughs) Oh, Elizabeth, we miss you. Um, But he went on to bigger and better things. Anywho, um, if any loyal listener wants to go through every single episode and write down every um, (laughs) song, book, album, movie, and TV show we've ever recommended, we would love to see the list. Yeah. um, We will send you a bidet. (laughs) We'll send you a bidet. We'll buy you a bidet for God's sake. Um, Yeah. So listen, uh, thanks, Sarah, for being such a loyal listener. It was great to hear from her. I love it when this show makes me catch up with people I haven't talked to in a while. I feel the same. I love connecting with old friends via this podcast. It truly is one of my favorite things about doing this. Um, And now for some good old listener mail, we have two very appropriate ones I'd like to share. First is from Kurt. He says, okay, since your name and names in the podcast, I'm putting it out there right now that I grew up in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and I now live in Green Bay. (laughs) Name Uh, and names. uh, uh Uh-oh. I did tour both in Sheboygan and Green Bay. (laughs) Spoiler. I've been to Berlin many times for speech tournaments, and not that it matters, but the good folks of Berlin, Wisconsin, pronounce the town with the emphasis on the burr instead of the lin. Berlin. Berlin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It does matter because Berlin is in Germany, and Berlin is in wisconsin i'm just holding my breath every episode now to hear what awful thing happened to mike in one or both of my hometowns (laughs) (laughs) oh no do you happen to spend any time near gary indiana um (laughs) 
sorry, Kurt. I'm not trying to be cruel. It just my experience is what it is. You know what? Next time I'm in Wisconsin, never. You can show me some of the best parts. Honestly, I think he gets it. Um, and then on a related note from Adam, salutations to my favorite podcasters. Just finished listening to this week's episode, and I can totally commiserate with Mike on how bleak rural Wisconsin can be. I live in a small town in southern Wisconsin about an hour from Madison. The town I live in is bleak. We have a neighbor down the street who is still flying a flag. I also wanted to thank you for the recommendation the other week of Bo Burnham's special Inside. I loved it. Yes, it's still stuck in my freaking head. I also wanted to recommend a book for you guys. It's called A Guy Walks Into My Bar. Definitely a steamy, lighthearted, man-on-man romance book to breeze through for a quick read. Hope you guys Mm. enjoy your summer adventures. We sure did. Adam. Thanks, Adam. That's very sweet. I like salutations as a greeting. Me too. I'll say that to you next time. Maybe. No promises. Anyway, I'm sorry (laughs) to the good folks of Wisconsin, but it is what it is. (laughs) You wrote what you wrote. And that (sighs) is all we've got for you this week. It is. So if people want more of my best friend's journal, they should check us out on Instagram at MBFJ Podcast, where there's always a weekly post that relates to that week's episode. Um, you can also send us an email at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com or visit our website and merch store at mybestfriendsjournal.com. Or head over to our OnlyFans at OnlyFans slash backslash MBFJ pod pod podcast. <laughs> where you can see all of Mike's whole picks for the low, low price of $99 a month. Just pictures of donuts. <laughs> whole picks with mike um as always please remember to rate review subscribe on itunes wherever you get your podcasts and that does it for this week so until next time always remember next time you lose something check your taint first hey now you don't have to bring a clutch every time you go out oh my god true (laughs) so fucked up Fine, I will deep throat a dick and see what happens. Thank you very much. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs>